by snap. Option, Elliott, touchdown. When you come to the Big D. Fakes to Elliott and they go deep downfield and getting open and making the catch at the 25-yard line and taking it all the way into the end zone is Tavon Austin. Touchdown, Cowboys. You get beat down. The pass is caught. Cooper off to the races for the touchdown. This is the Big D Beatdown. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah! Hey there, Cowboy fans. Welcome to the Unbiased Podcast on America's Team. I'm your host, Austin Smith. And joining me today, as always, is Ken Cunningham. Ty Rogers is still uh, on his vacation. Technically, I believe he's at a an offensive lineman clinic Uh which sounds like a good vacation to me for any football fan, but uh, he won't be joining us today. It's just me and Ken, um, one of our our analysts over at Pigskin Nut, and obviously a lifelong fan from up in New Jersey. And we are the Big D Beatdown, and we are brought to you by pigskinnut.com as well as pigskinnutradio.com, the soon-to-be undisputed king of football radio. Whether you're in your car, taking a break from work, or just relaxing at the house, it's always better to be doing so while you're getting your football fix. We break down players on our pro football show on our pro football scouting show, I beg your pardon, as well as tackle some of the most current and controversial topics on our football roundtable. We discuss some of the all-time greats on our show Wide Right, and we put out exclusive shows on some of your favorite NFL teams, such as the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Cleveland Browns, Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, Pittsburgh Steelers, and of course, your Dallas Cowboys. Make Pigskin Nut and Pigskin Nut Radio your ultimate source for football news and radio. Remember, Pigskin Nut is the football mo- news that you've been missing. All right, and today on the Big D Beatdown, we are going to uh, we're going to turn back the the clock a little bit and talk about uh, somebody that's been a a constant on this Dallas Cowboys roster for the almost two decades. And last year, he decided to hang it up and, and head to the booth. But now we're getting old faithful Jason Witten back on Witten back on this roster. And I kind of want to uh, get into what expectations we should have for Jason Witten. And me and Ken, uh, we've discussed this uh, a couple of different times about uh, is this going to be the old Witten back? Is he going to put the Superman cape on? And and to that point. Do we want that? Is it worth it, you know, when we've got young guys like Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz who've got, uh, you know, uh, quite a bit of potential at the position, knowing that Jason Witten, you know, it, this is probably only a one-year return. So uh, so we're going to start right there. Uh, Ken, let's talk about Jason Witten. And let, let's start with, you know, just the getting that leadership back on this offense. What's it mean, Jason Witten's return to this team and this offense? Yeah, I mean – like everybody, like like everybody else, when the news broke that Jason Witten was coming back, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, you're pumped. I mean, he's he was with the team for so long, and he's such a blue collar blue collar guy, and he really, you know, he went about the game the right way. So you had, you know, no other nothing else to be than than pumped that he was back. And then once you know the initial excitement kind of blew over, you know, I really thought about it. You know, Jason Witten, I mean, he's 37 years old. He's a year removed from the game. Now, he might have some fresher legs, but when you look when you look into it, his last season with the Cowboys, now 
it looked like a pretty productive season with, you know, 63 catches, 560 yards, but he wasn't the same Jason Witten of, you know, the previous four or five years. I mean, he looks like that burst wasn't really there anymore. He really wasn't blocking as well. He's still a pretty good blocker, but, you know, the blocking, you know, tailed off a little bit. And, you know, there was no yards after the catch. So it was definitely, he was definitely, you know, aging as a football player, but still, you know, still a good, solid tight end. And, you know, he made the Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl in his last season with, with the Cowboys. But you mentioned, you mentioned the leadership. And, I mean, this guy is a team, he's a team first guy. And the, the coaches love him. The players in the rocker, locker room love him. And they got, you know, basically a captain back. And, you know, it's, it's, he's going to be a leader. The, the guys are going to follow him. And, you know, for the overall, you know, as a locker room guy, it's definitely going to help. Now, on the field, I think Jason Witten can still help this, this football team. And where he can help this football team is, is really two, two big ways. And that's, that's the red zone. And that's going to be on, you know, like third and shorts, where Jason Witten, even though age 37, he he can still he can still run that Y option or you know you know his his favorite little option route and still get that separation and get open in that short distance and that is something that the Cowboys really struggled with last year and guys that did help them in that last year was a guy like Cole Beasley who's not here anymore so it's it's that type of role that Jason Witten can really can really help out my concern is you talk about. He's my concern is you, t- you talked about the, the young tight ends and, you know, how they got a couple on this roster with, with Jarwin and Schultz. And my thing is we've seen in the past that Jason Witten doesn't really help out these young tight ends, you know, because he doesn't want to come off the field. This is a guy that plays 95% of his snaps, and he does not want to leave that field. He wants to be on the field every chance he got. And as soon as he decided to come back, he took off that ESPN hairdo that he had and he stuck his hand right back in the dirt and he's as motivated as ever. So I'm really wondering, what are you going to see out of Jason Witten? Are we going to see a guy that's going to take back and, you know, maybe only play 50, 60% of the offensive snaps and let some of these young guys get in? Or is he going to expect to play every snap like he did before? Because last season, the Cowboys had a guy, Jeff Swain, and he was really their primary tight end at the beginning of the year. And he played pretty well. You know, he's a guy that went went over to, I believe, Jacksonville, free agency. But he, when he got hurt is when we really saw guys like Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz really step up. We saw the famous game from Blake Jarwin against the Giants. And we saw Dalton Schultz take strides towards the end of the season. And like you mentioned with Witten, you don't know how long he's going to be back for. Is it really worth stunning these guys, stunning the growth of some of these young guys who took nice, uh, nice strides towards the end of last season? for, you know, Jason Witten, who might only be here, you know, for the, for the short term. Yeah. You know, and, and something I want to piggyback off of that you said earlier, uh, and a few things, actually, let's, let's start with him coming back and being a captain on this team, because obviously, you know, leadership is never something you can have, you know, enough of, and, and I get, you know, there's the old, the old saying, you know, too many chiefs, not enough Indians, but you know, we've got a pretty, pretty good, 
mix of players here that uh, are leaders. They either lead vocally or lead by example. And, and you know, I, I don't think Jason Witten returning hurts that. But let me ask you this. If you're Jason Witten, are you, I mean, are, are you banging the table? And I know Jason Witten's not this type of person. But is he getting that captain's patch back? I mean, are, are, are you, if you're a coaching staff, are you looking at Dak Prescott or Zach Martin or Travis Frederick, you know, who was the captain prior to his injury season and he passed that along to Zach Martin? Are you looking at one of those guys and saying, hey, you know what, Let, let's give it back to 82? And if you're Jason, I mean, or, or does Jason Whitson step in and say, hey, you know, do, uh, you know, no, those guys are the captains. I'm back and I'll continue to be me, but hey, that ship is sailed. Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, Dak Prescott, those are the guys that this offense needs to be looking up to. Those are the guys that everybody needs to pattern their game after, their work worth work ethic after, you know, and those are the guys when, hey, when, when, when we're in the fire, those are the guys that everybody needs to be looking to. And you know what? When it's my time to step up, I'll step up. And if I need to lead, I'll lead. But you know what? Those guys are doing a good job of it. What do you think about that, Ken? Do you think Jason Witten uh, deserves to have that C back on his jersey? Or, or is it on him to go to the, the staff and say, no, no. Like, like you said, you know, the, my time, you know, my time is, you know, has come up, you know, wearing that C. These guys have earned it. They deserve it. I'm not taking that away from anybody. This is their team. I'm just back to help out. What do you think, Ken? Yeah, I mean, I would say that the way he's he's coming back in, he's taking a step back, and he's just happy to be playing football again. Now, obviously, all the guys are going to be looking up to him, and he's still gonna he's still going to be in that huddle, talking in players' ears, keeping everybody's confidence up. But we you know. When he, if he was going to be demanding things, when he came back, I mean, he didn't even get his old locker back. His locker was given to Zach Martin, and that's an honor for Zach Martin to get that locker. And Jason Witten didn't ask for that locker back. He, you know, he's he's almost, you know, I don't want to say starting from the bottom, but when Jason Witten left, I mean, a big veteran void really left that football team, and a lot of those young guys had to step up. And you know, last year we really saw Dak Prescott you know, really turn into a leader for this football team. And I don't think Jason Witten's going to come in and step on anybody's toes. And, but he, he's so respected that there will never be any issues there. He's going to come in. He's going to stick his hand in that dirt. He's going to grind every day. People are going to listen to him. Coaches are going to listen to him. And I'm not sure if he's going to get that C back. I think a player, you know, might have to give it up. I don't think he's going to be demanding anything, though. I think he understands that this football team took a little bit of turn in the year that he was away, and, you know, it's 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 Dak Prescott's offense now. I mean, Zach Martin is a real leader on this football team. It's 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 going to be a good blend getting Witten back, but by no means is he going to come back and be the, the overall, you know, the overall honorary captain this offense or, or running the show. I mean, this is this is Dak Prescott's football team. Yeah, and, and you know, we—, we I, Jason Witten's not going to pound the table. I guess, you know, that that I kind of misled the question in that situation. The bottom line is, but but answer me this, Ken. If you're Jason Witten, do you take it upon yourself coming back to go to the coaching staff and say, hey, that locker belongs to Zach Martin. That C-patch belongs to Dak Frederick Martin, you know, and, and that's that. I don't want to hear anything about it. If they come to you, 
and mention, hey, you know, I want Jason to have the captain's patch back. You tell them absolutely not. That's theirs because this is their team and I'm just filling a role. Is it on Jason Witten to do something like that? Yeah, and I think personally, I think he did. I think when he came back, he sat down with Jerry. He sat down with Steven. He sat down with, with Coach Jason Garrett and he told them, listen, I'm coming back because I missed the game, man. Like, he, he really generally, he missed football. He missed the grind. He, you know, he missed the challenges. I mean, he talked about how it was a challenge every year to, you know, years 14, 15, 16, to really, you know, to grind in the offseason and to, and, and to, you know, to grind each and every day to get better. And he said the challenge is even greater now because now a year removed from the game, people are doubting him. So I think for him, I mean, I think he, he let he let them know that you know he knows and he's talked about it. He knows that whose football team this is, and I, you know, I think he did. He he let he let those coaches know that. Listen, I know this is Dak Prescott's football team. I know a lot of things have probably changed since I was gone, but his love for the game and him missing the game is really ultimately what what drove what drove him back to this team. Yeah, and you know, and and it sounds to me. And it sounded like this ever since he's come back. It does kind of sound to me like Jason Witten's got the attitude of, I'm not coming back to save you guys. You guys are doing me the the pleasure of, of, of being able to come back and try and help this football team because I miss it and I want to be back a part of it. You know, so this isn't Jason Witten. Oh, you know, the offense was a little stagnant that year and here I come to the rescue. No, it's kind of the opposite. Hey guys, I went and stepped away from football and, you know, I, I wasn't satisfied with it. And obviously, you know, I'm sure there's pl- plenty of critics out there that are going to say, yeah, well, that's because you're, your commentary wasn't uh, wasn't great, but you know, hey, that point aside, Jason Witten missed the game, wanted to come back, and so it's almost you know, it's not Jason Witten to the rescue. In a lot of ways, it's Dallas Cowboys to the rescue. Jason, hey, you know, we'll give you an opportunity to come be back part of the team and and uh, be part of a winning effort and see if we can't maybe you know get that elusive ring that that ever that that a guy like Jason Witten deserves see if we can't get that ring on your finger you know in a final season uh with you on the football field and you know we're we're going to go ahead and take a break but when we come back we are going to discuss um what to expect from Jason Witten on the football field as a leader we've talked about that what do we what can we expect from him you know you know, on the football field as a receiver, as a blocker, and how will he mesh with a couple of young tight ends like Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz? We'll talk about all that when we return here on the Big D Beatdown. And we are back. I'm your host, Austin Smith, here on the Big D Beatdown, and joining me as always is Ken Cunningham, our Dallas Cowboy lifelong friend from up in New Jersey. And we are talking about Jason Witten and the impact that he can have on this Dallas Cowboys team returning to the roster. And we talked about, you know, what kind of leader he is and how kind of blending in with the current core leadership group that this team has uh, and just kind of finding his place on it. And it appears that that's the, the attitude that he's taking. He's not coming back in and and demanding the attention of everybody. Hey, you know, I'm I'm the captain again. No, he's just trying to, trying to find his role. Uh, but, you know, Ken, you mentioned a couple of things uh 
uh, in your early earlier comments uh, about some of the things that he brings back to this football team on the field. And you're right, you know, on third and short and in the red zone, Jason Witten is suddenly, you know, he's he's coming back to being that that valuable option, that reliable target that, you know, the Cowboys, hey, let's be honest, we didn't have necessarily last year. I mean, when Amari Cooper got here, that changed a little bit. But outside of that, we really didn't see that reliable player that Dak always seemed to go to on a big play on third down. Other than, you know, like I say, down the stretch with Amari Cooper. Um, and, and Amari Cooper, you know, isn't exactly, you know, what you would call a big red zone target. You know, yes, he can separate, but, you know, he's not the traditional red zone target that you you envision when you look at guys like Michael Thomas, when you look at guys like Mike Evans, when you look at a Des Bryant and what he was all these years, and you look at a Jason Witten, and I'll, I'll remind people, Jason Witten didn't have loads and loads of touchdowns, but it was that ability to stick that foot in the ground, get his head around, and catch those possession routes, those curls, those quick outs, and things like that, and and be willing to take the contact knowing that I'm getting ready to get sandwiched, but the most important thing is getting my head around, get my eyes on that football, and bringing it in, you know, in order to move the chains or or put points on the board. So, you know, I, I, I love the idea of bringing that back. I You mentioned the Y option. Guys, you know, you, you just don't understand how, how much we miss that as an offense, that ability to lock on, you know, to a receiver in certain coverages and know that whether he's sticking that foot in the ground and cutting out or he's given a quick head fake and then continuing up the field, you know, what kind of predicament that puts the middle of the defense in. And I, I'll tell you right now, as a scout, as somebody who does a lot of work on the NFL draft, I truthfully, I love when I see a quarterback prospect or receiver prospects that dominate over the middle of the field because that's where the bulk of the traffic is. It's easy to pick on a corner one-on-one -on -one out on an island. It's easy to attack the sidelines between defenders in the zone. It is not easy, whether it's zone, whether it's man, you know, or, or some combination between. You know, it is never easy to attack the middle of the field, especially in the NFL. And that's what Jason Witten brings back to this offense with that Y option, that ability to constantly have success in the middle of the field. Ken, you know, we talked about bringing those things in. And I look at Jason Witten's, you know, his career numbers. You know, this is a guy that, you know, four of his eight seasons where he had 80 receptions or less came in his final four. You know, the, that's when the numbers started to tail off a little bit. And and albeit, you know, those a big chunk of that is when Dak Prescott came. And let's be honest, Dak Prescott wasn't throwing the football around like Tony Romo was when he was here. You know, those final four seasons were Dak's first two, a season without Tony Romo where he had a broken collarbone and was out for the majority of the season. And then the season prior to that was when DeMarco Murray was just an absolute stud on this offense and was carrying, you know, this offense. So I'll put it to you this way, Ken. G give me a number on what would be a reasonable amount of catches for Jason Witten this season. Yeah, so when you look at, you mentioned the Witten numbers declining and yeah, you look at his last season with Dallas with the 63 catches, 
560 yards and, you know, his longest catch being only 28 yards. And that was the worst since his, you know, rookie year. And the one thing, one thing people need to realize is that season was, that was not a very good season for the Cowboys offense. That was, that was the Zeke suspension year. They really did not have a number one receiver that season. Uh, you know, and that really, that really didn't help, help this Cowboys offense. I think that, you know, one thing that will help Jason Witten this season is the addition of Amari Cooper and how he could hopefully, hopefully, you know, open some things up for him and having that running game, you know, back to, to what it was, you know, in the 2016 season. Or, or last season when Witten wasn't here, and now that could also help Jason Witten. It's it's tough for me to put a number on on Witten because of I'm not I'm really not a hundred percent sure how many snaps he's going to play. I mean, we we talked about a little bit about you know is or I just say I mentioned you know we'll be paying fifty percent of the snaps, seventy five, a hundred. We don't know, but I think that when you look at you know. Jason Jason Witten's numbers falling off. The one thing that really did not fall off was the catches. I mean, it fell off a little bit, but he still had the 63 catches. And that's because Jason Witten, he still knows how to get open. He still knows, you know, you talked about the option. You, you know, he uses that big body to to really like, you know, basketball box people out. I mean, how many how about that that game winner against the Giants on the last play of the, uh, it was the first game of the year where he had that game winner where he literally was just standing there just fencing the guy off and, and caught it at the end of the game for that game winner. That's the type of stuff Jason Witten does. He could just fend defenders off and he put it in the right spot. He's too big, you know, for, for these linebackers to really, to really make a play on him. So that, I think the catch is, I think Jason Witten is, is going to come back and I'd be shocked if he has, if he doesn't have, you know, 60, 60 catches this season. That's, that's the number that I don't see him really dipping, really dipping under. I think he'll see enough of the field to be able to get those, to get those grabs, especially with the, you know, a lot of the targets that, you know, Cole Beasley, a lot of targets Cole Beasley got last year, you know, uh, you know, some of them were going to Randall Cobb, but a lot of them will be going to the Jason Witten. All right, I, I and 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 I'm going to come back to a few of the things we talked about earlier, um, or that you talked about earlier. But but the one thing I want to I'm going to put my number out there, and guys, that's 40 receptions. That's two and that's averaging two and a half receptions a game. And let me tell you something: if we are getting two or three catches on third down or in the red zone from Jason Witten every game, then I'm happy with what we are getting. You know, because that. That that means that Dak is not overly forcing him the ball. That he's still going through his progressions. Guys like Amari Cooper are still getting the ball their way. Randall Cobb is still doing his fair share on third downs and in the red zone. Michael Gallup is continuing to have footballs thrown his way. And oh, by the way, Blake Jarwin is still getting on the field and getting opportunities. If you're telling me that Jason Witten's averaging two and a half catches per game which is 40 receptions on the season, then I think that is the right amount of balls thrown to him where he is still a factor in this offense and still a presence in this offense like he's usually been. 
However, he's not taking away opportunities from younger players that need to continue to develop. And I'm talking about the Michael Gallups and the Blake Jarwins and the Dalton Schultz. You know, those are the guys that I do not want to see us force the ball to Jason Witten at their expense. And I'm going to get into that. Exp- and, 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 and I'm going to go with the, to- the two tight ends here. Blake Jarwin last year, 27 catches, 307 yards, three touchdowns. From week 12 on, those numbers were 23 receptions, 265 yards, and three touchdowns. He got the majority of his production late in the year when him and Dackett, their chemistry was finally starting to click. You know, I want to see how that progresses with another year working together. I don't want to see that chemistry start to, you know, you know, separate. I don't want them to get off each other simply because, you know, a Jason Witten comes in. I want to see if if that three touchdown performance against the New York Giants. I want to see if if that's something that that wasn't just a fluke on, you know, on the final game of the year when maybe one or both teams didn't have much to play for. I want to see if Blake Jarwin really can be that kind of presence in our offense as a receiver. I don't think Blake Jarwin is ever going to be a terrific blocker in this league. Let's be honest. He is, you know, a slender build. You know, coming out of Oklahoma State, tight ends, you know, they block about as much as as they cover kicks on special teams. So, I mean, you know, let's be honest. This is a pass-receiving tight end, and I want to see if we can continue to see him develop that chemistry with Dak Prescott. And, And to your point, Dalton Schultz as well. You know, he catches 12 balls all season as a rookie, 116 yards, but nine of those are from week 12 on. You know, not nine of those catches for 83 yards from week 12 on down the last month of the season. And once again, you know, it's Dak Prescott starting to trust going to him a little bit more. I know that's not a a lot, a huge amount of production in what I think ended up being five games. But, you know, hey, still, it's production and it's chemistry and it's trust. And I don't want to see either one of those things sacrificed. Because of, you know, of, 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 you know, Jason Witten coming back to that old role. So I think it's on Kellen Moore. It's on Jason Garrett to do that. Ken, I'm going to go back to you. You know, you talked about, um, you know, those guys and some of their development, you know, um, you know, how important is it, you know, for a, you know, the development of these young players and B, the core of this team. Hey, this, you know, it, it, even the psyche of this team, you know, we're not bringing Jason Witten back as a, a Hail Mary attempt at one last Super Bowl. No, this is a team that is built to sustain success, not just in the 2019 season. We expect to be competitive in 2020, in 2021, in 2020, 20, in 2022, you know. Those seasons are just as much we should be d- competing for Super Bowls as we are in 2019. How important is it to the Cowboys coaching staff, like I say, from multiple aspects of Jason Witten's return, to make sure that they limit him? Obviously, he's older too. Let's not forget about that. That they limit his snaps and make sure and still get Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin in the ball game and get them snaps. How important is that, Ken? I, I think it's real important to to keep grooming these guys and let them get better. Now, I think that 
you know, the front office is going to rely pretty heavy on these coaches in in these training camps and in, you know, in, in actual training camp and, and in preseason. And, you know, what do they see? You know, because these guys, Jarwin, this could be this could be a potentially a breakout year for him. Uh, Dalton Schultz will be year two. You know, he still could be a year away, but he could potentially break out also. You know, maybe they get into, you know, I think it's important. Let me start by saying that. I think it's important that these, they groom these guys for the future because you just don't know. You know, this is probably Jason Witten's last season. He could potentially come back for a year, but like you said, he's 37 years old. There's not a whole lot left. But, you know, these coaches could be telling the front office, you know, listen, I don't think for the long term, I don't think Blake Jarwin's the guy. I don't think Dalton, Dalton Schultz is the guy. I don't think Rico Gathers is the guy. And maybe maybe Dallas is is thinking, you know, if Witten does have, he does have one more run in him, you know, they get what they can out of him this year. They play as long, they play him as much as they are comfortable doing so. And, you know, maybe Dallas is, maybe they spend a premium pick in the draft, uh, you know, this upcoming draft, or or hit it in free agency. I mean, I guess it really comes down to their confidence in some of these young players. I think they're both, I think Blake Darwin and Dalton Schultz complement each other perfectly. I think one is a, you know, a good a good route runner, a good blocker in, in Dalton Schultz, and I think Blake Jarwin is a guy that can give you a little a little juice down the field, and I think that's they're the perfect complement to each other. But what? How do these coaches feel? How does the front office feel? I mean, they're the ones who brought them in, so I would think they think highly of them. But you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see really how the whole thing plays out and what happens when, you know, after the first drive and Jason Garrett. You know, wants to put you know sit Witten down for a drive, and you know Jason Witten says, "Coach, I want to play." Are, are they going to are they going to sit Jason Witten down? Are they going to tell him, "Listen, you know we, we want you playing half the snaps." I mean, you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see how that whole thing really plays out. And you're right, and this is a very delicate situation because you know I'm sitting here, you know, pounding the table about not wanting to take op- opportunities away from Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz and I think the coaching staff probably deep down they feel that way too, but in the same sense, I'm going to go ahead and 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 make the counterpoint to what I've been arguing this whole time and that's how do you get these guys to truly compete at, at the highest level? And you know what? Sometimes it's raising the bar. It's telling Blake Jarwin, "Hey bud, you want to be on the field on third down?" You got to do it as good as that guy or better. You know, you got to do it as good as, as as Jason Witten. And I get Jason Witten is a legend, but hey, he's also 37, you know. So you, you got to do it as good as a 37-year-old Jason Witten or better. Otherwise, he's going back out there on third downs. And, and to your point, Dalton Schultz being the more traditional, hey, bud, yeah, we want to get you out there and block. But you know what? You're going to have to do it as good as 82 can do it at 37 years old. Once again, and, and that pushes them, you know, so, so it, it's delicate because you don't want to take those snaps away, but you don't want to just hand them to, to Jarwin and Schultz either. You want them to fight for him. You want them to look at Jason Witten's return as not only an opportunity to learn from a future hall of famer, but also an opportunity to compete with a future hall of famer for snaps. So, you know, it's a very, very delicate situation. Not not just, you know, the playing time it's tied in, but like I like we mentioned earlier, with the the leadership role and the captain, you know, being, hey, coming in and not, you know, not not 
overstepping a guy like Travis Frederick or, or Dak Prescott or Zach Martin in those offensive huddles when when you know those guys are the leaders of this team. And yes, beyond this season, we're probably not going to have Jason Witten back. He's probably this is a a one last hurrah. And so, you know, there's no, no need to, to take a step backwards when these guys have stepped into the, that role, that void that Jason Witten left when he, you know, went to the, the Monday Night Football booth. So, I mean, all in all, it's, it's a very delicate situation. It's great to have Witten back, but, you know, it, it's also tricky because when you bring a guy like that back in and you've, you've made, you know, moves based on him retiring the first go around, like I say, whether it's as a leader or as a, a, a tight end, you know, then then it's it's tricky on how you how you, you know, you kind of filter him back in there, how you kind of manage the snaps, manage the productivity. And at 37 years old, you know, you're going to have to do that anyway. I, I, I know Jason Witten's never given us any reason to, you know, to doubt that he can go out and and and, and be productive on a football field. But. You know, it happens to everybody, you know, even, even Jason Witten, Hey, father time always, always wins in the end. So, uh, so it's going to be very interesting and, and, you know, cowboy fans, Hey, I know you were excited when, when Jason Witten announced that, Hey, I'm coming back to, to make another go of it. I was too, but you know, we have to be realistic about what this means, uh, because it's more than just, you know, one season involved. It's more than just, you know, one player involved or one position involved. There's a lot that goes into it. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this coaching staff, you know, like I say, deals with, uh, with that scenario moving forward. And with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there uh, on the Big D Beatdown. Uh, be sure and join us next time when we talk about some of the players on this roster who could be in line to make their first Pro Bowl. We've done breakout players on both the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball in the past. But, you know, hey, a breakout doesn't necessarily mean, you know, a Pro Bowl. You know, there's there's guys that broke out last year that did not make the Pro Bowl. There have been guys that, you know, have made Pro Bowls but still haven't quite lived up to their potential. You know, so so we're going to get into some guys that that could, you know, could be making that 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 all-star trip for the first times in their career. Uh, and that'll be next time on the Big D Beatdown. Um, and don't forget to, uh, to come visit us over on pigskin nut radio, the soon to be undisputed king of football radio, as well as pigskinnut.com for all our write-ups on the Dallas Cowboys. Remember guys, pigskin nut is the football news that you've been missing for today on the big D Beatdown. That's going to be all uh, for Ken Cunningham. I'm Austin Smith. Have a good day, Cowboy fans. <laughs>